This episode of the Second Floor Podcast is brought to you by Edmonton Community Foundation. The foundation acts as a bridge between donors and charities to create a strong, vibrant community for generations to come. You can start an endowment fund yourself or with a group. Once it reaches $10,000, it can start distributing. Vital Signs is an annual checkup conducted by the Edmonton Community Foundation in partnership with Edmonton Social Planning Council to measure how the community is doing. This year's focus is on millennials. Learn more at ecfoundation.org. I wanted to get into what we were talking about the last 20 minutes was abundance mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, our audience members are looking for value. They're looking for things, uh, you know, to strive and get to the next level. That's the whole concept of the second floor. And I think this topic is perfect and how abundance mentality is just as important as execution and, Everything else that we've talked on about on the second floor, mm-hmm. can we get into, you know, what is abundance mentality to you and why it's important? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so it's, I think what we're talking about today is a mindset. It's a mental approach towards approaching situations, whether they be personal and or business. And it's a mindset towards how do you use your mind to channel your energy to achieve whatever you want to achieve, to achieve an experience, to achieve success, to achieve a challenge. So we're going to talk about the mindset today, I think. Yeah. Um, the topic you, you identified is abundance mentality, which is really uh, the mindset of there's plenty out there. And that, you know, if you believe truly at your core that there's plenty out there, plenty of love, plenty of business opportunities, plenty of situations that are worthy of your experience, then your energy will go towards that. Your effort, your belief, your time, you will, you know, if you had a bowl full of fruit, the fruit will be multiple colors as a result of your energy put towards that mindset. On the opposite side, if you have a scarcity mentality, then you may believe that there's not plenty out there or there's a a lack of abundance. And if you don't believe that there's plenty out there, then your energy will not go towards it. You will not believe and, and your bowl of fruit will look more empty and more boring. Mm. You know, and there's reasons for both of those, but we are human. We're creatures of imperfection. And if we have an opportunity to make a little bit of a change, obviously you want to trend if possible towards that direction in order to have a more colorful bowl of fruit. Right. And I feel like it's easy to get into the scarcity mindset when um, things are unknown to you, mm-hmm. you know, when you're trying, when you look at certain things that people do, or maybe there's certain goals you want to achieve. Yeah. Um, it's very easy to go to towards the scarcity mindset because you've never actually known that area of, um, whatever it is. So in your approach, like how do you approach certain goals or certain things and we were talking about this earlier about the hierarchy and i want you to get into that but if 
you know, in my experience, there's been certain cases where, you know, I'm just going, 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 going in, in either my goals or my business that I'll forget the personal side or I'll forget to eat, you know, after 10 hours of work mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, I got to eat. Um, how does one go about that approach? Um, well, let's go back to the uncertainty for a second first. Yeah. So you're right. If we're approaching a new situation, whether it be personal or professional, we may have questions about what might this look and feel like. And if there's an uncertainty, humans tend to fill in the uncertainty with fear or hope or some healthy mix of the two, right? So you kind of have to self-identify, do I, like, what are my current mental habits? If I'm in an uncertain situation, do I tend to fill it in with uncertainty and fear? And do I get worried? Do I get anxious? Do I avoid? That's okay. Just identify it for yourself. Or do I approach it with hope? And do I think, oh, this is kind of cool. This is exciting. This is perhaps invigorating. This is what I need or I want. You know, like, where do you, where do you sit? What are your habits? And then if your habits serve you, call it a wash. Move along. If your habits don't serve you and you feel like, yo, maybe there's something I can change here. Maybe I get too excited. I have to pull myself back a little bit. Mm. Or maybe I get too worried. I have to give myself more hope. Like, where do I fall and where can I fine tune my own mindset? And that's for each person to identify for themselves. You might need your friends, your family to help you, but really it's up to the person. Mm. Now, now going back to the other topic of, of um, how to approach, let's call it success. There's, there's one end where it's very present focused. And that would be like, for example, today. And there's another end, which is very future focused. And we'll get there in a second. So the today approach is very much like, what do I need and or want to do today, either because of fun or to achieve a goal? And in order to do that, we're human. We have to follow Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We need food, shelter, water, and love. So in order to fuel your own existence, to achieve whatever you want to achieve today, you have to eat, you have to have a roof over your head, you have to have water, and you have to have love, and you have to give and take love. So, you know, first off, serve your human needs and make sure that you're doing those well. And if you do those well, now you can take your energy that you fueled and channel it towards whatever it is that you want to do. Uh, on the future side, this becomes a bit of a bigger project, but you might have to sit down and have a scheming session. And the scheming session, let's say you have a goal for November 2021 or December 2021. It's roughly a year away. Right. And if that's for your business or your personal life, if that's your goal, you have to define it. You have to define it either on paper or in, in verbal. And once it's been clearly defined, then you have to ask yourself, what will it take to help me achieve that goal? And it might take a process of 10 steps. Right. So if you work back, you have to sequence those steps right. and decide this is step one, this is step two, this is step three, all the way up to step 10. And you have to decide when you're going to take the first step. Hopefully, the first or second step are also large dominoes. So you take the first step and you start working through the process and you have markers along the way to check your progress. But you also hope that that first or second step is a large domino that when it falls, it leads to more energy, more momentum, more motivation to complete the other steps. Conversely, if that first step is kind of boring, you might not have the motivation to continue and then the project falls off. Mm. So you want to strategically 
establish your goal, work the backward steps to get to that goal and take the first or second step that has to be in an ideal world, a large domino, which leads to the rest. Mm. And uh, I love that. And I want to talk about going into it, uh, urgency, how, how, how does urgency fall into this entire thing? Um, urgency is sometimes out of our control. It could be a COVID pandemic. It could be a personal situation. It could be one's own health. So part of it is to a degree out of our control. Business Council of Alberta's podcast called Alberta Better explores how we co-create a society where everyone can thrive through the lens of business. So have you ever wondered what it takes to create a good life in an equally good society? One where people, business, and the environment can flourish? Well, that's what Alberta Better wondered. Alberta Better is a journey to understand what it takes to create a good life here in Alberta and how we as Albertans, businesses, and governments can shape our society so everyone prospers. Check out Alberta Better today to hear their latest episodes on C-suite executives and other business owners alike. So you have to self-identify, you know, where am I at as a human and, and like, how am I doing? I think what you're getting at though is creating your own healthy urgency in order to create energy and motivation and, and fueling towards progressing. So if you've established where you are today, this is kind of how I'm doing fitness, family, my own mental space, I'm sleeping well, etc. And then I want to get to here, then you have to f- create that healthy urgency somehow. That might be with strategic planning, that might be with putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation on purpose. That might be by surrounding yourself by others who have kind of done it before and have some have some influence over you, right? So so healthy urgency is a strategy that certainly you can use. And um, and when used repeatedly, you'll start getting good at it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And do you, and I, I know I'm kind of nitpicking because um, I'm actually, I'm very curious, but me personally, on my end of things, I feel like the urgency I've created is by surrounding myself with people who have that same healthy urgency in whatever they're striving in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, talking about these things and speaking about certain things to remind myself of where I'm headed or where I want to get to. Sure. And so this is, you know, this, this whole platform, the second floor platform has allowed me to also stay in the healthy abundance mindset by bringing on others who um, have certain values that I want to portray in my own life. Yeah. And it's allowed me to expand out of my own, um, so to speak, barriers. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And you're surrounding yourself with people And the messaging that's coming your way and the messaging that's coming to the audience's way is of humans that are imperfect, that have had something successful occur to them that they want to share. So you're getting messaging that's kind of positive, right? Your overall theme is positive, right? Yeah. Yeah, Versus negative, right? You don't have a bunch of guests that are bringing you down, a bunch of guests that are bringing you up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel I feel like that has allowed me to stay, quote unquote, in that abundant mindset mm-hmm. all year round. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I feel like my, the last two years I've done my own personal transformation in my own life, right. in my own habits. Right. Now, for those who uh, potentially want to get to this abundant mentality and mindset, maybe they have a bar, they have a line that, you know, maybe they are striving. You know, we have a lot of audience members that are feeding themselves with right. this positive right. and uh, abundant mindset but um it's very easy to say and it's very easy to think but it's harder to execute and so how and i know you talked about this earlier but you you said uh going straight into discomfort you know following that finding it in your own life uh, going towards it and you find that that's very healthy how far does one need to go in their own personal life um to you know, get that discomfort. Now, I know a lot of people, they will like, again, we have New Year's resolutions, we have certain goals, we have that 12 month marker. Um, But when you get to the three month mark, that's when it becomes actual work, you know, Mm -hmm. the 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 phase of the 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 honeymoon phase ends, and this is now work, and it's and it's going against your own grain, so Mm -hmm. to speak. Mm -hmm. So how far does one need to go in order to make it into a habit? How far does one need to go in order to continuously yeah. have that abundant mindset in whatever they're achieving? Because you know that results don't come in three months or whatever it ends up being. Whatever, yeah. if it's a very big goal, you will not see results physically manifest within three months. Right. So, I, I think one has to just really like appreciate the journey. Mm. You know, because if you get a goal in three months, or you get a goal in nine months, or you get a goal in two years, and you didn't get there without the journey. And you will not get to the next goal without the journey. The journey is by definition what, that's where the work occurs. That's where the process occurs. And that's from where the results come. That's like, that's the only reality that you can invest in. You can't invest in the result. It's going to be somewhat out of your control. So that that's just it. So you, if you become attached to the result, mm mentally or psychologically that can be a hindrance because you might not get there you might ascend it you might descend it you might get there later you might never get there so you know what what you can control is your effort your time and your your commitment to the process so if it's a new year's resolution let's take that as an example January, I do really well. February, I fall off the wagon a little bit. I tell myself after Valentine's, I'll get back on track and I never get back on track. And then March comes and it's the resolution's over. I'll wait till next year. Yeah. Pretty common story, right? You see gyms, attendance goes up in January, drops in February. This is pretty common year over year. But the ones that did not drop off, they had a common approach of I'm committed to the process, to the journey. I'm not necessarily committed to a result, right? So like, I think the, the, you have to be connect, you have to become connected to the steps, become connected to the process and just enjoy, truly enjoy each minute of every day working towards that. Mm. Not really enjoy the result because, because that will be fleeting, mm. that result. Once you achieve it, you will have achieved it and then what? And you're left with emptiness again. Hmm. So, so that can't be like the only driver. The driver has to include a lot of enjoying the journey. Do you carry a chip on your shoulder? No. <laughs> no. 
Um, I did before. There's previous times in my life, but no, that's the the chip on the shoulder analogy. I think is relating to ego. You know, like you know, if I did have a chip on my shoulder, usually that means that there's I want to prove somebody wrong, or somebody has wronged me, or you know, I need to prove something to myself. Like it's kind of that stuff. Um, and those are, those are the flavor of that commentary is ego driven. Um, so that's certainly not my like first approach, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. That can drive people Yeah. that can motivate people that can create a lot of hunger that can create a lot of urgency that can actually make a lot of results happen. So use it. If, if you have it, use it, channel it, but also be aware of it. You know, don't be ignorant to the fact that that is what's driving you. Mm. It's okay. But, you know, at the end of the day, be aware of what your drivers are. Mm. How often do you self-reflect? You know, I know. Like every day at least. Every day. Yeah. And and probably all the time. Like there's just a process of ongoing. I I don't know the answer. It's it's frequent. It is. highly frequent. Yeah. Mm. As at least every day. Yeah. To some degree. Mm. And, and and that allows you to kind of keep that abundance mentality going yeah they, they, i mean they're connected mm. they're not cause and effect mm, okay. um they're connected like i believe like i self-reflect because i value the process and i i like asking myself how did i do over there could i have done better could i have done worse would i have done that a year ago well, that's kind of interesting. So I like looking at those things. I'm curious about that. Uh, and then that also gives me space to bring ego down and improve. It gives me space to do that. Um, now, I have the mindset of there's plenty out there. We're, we're very lucky. We're very, very, you know, I'm very thankful to live where we live and have what we have. So I, I believe it's my responsibility to self-reflect and act in that direction. If I don't, that means I will be more ignorant. That's like that's the reality. If I don't self-reflect, I will be more ignorant. If I do self-reflect, I will be less ignorant and still not perfect, right? So they're connected, but they're not, like one doesn't cause the other. They're, they're two um, mindsets that I have and, and I think people should use them in a way that serves them, in a way that serves their, the greater good.